0: Welcome to the Fearless Vampire Podcast. I'm on a heartfelt mission through the art of conversation and storytelling to inspire women to pursue their creative entrepreneurial journey with reckless abandon. I'm your host, Taylor, a six-figure photographer and business coach based in Colorado. I'm a right brain mompreneur to two toddler boys, devoted deep conversation holder, and your personal alpaca cuddle liaison. My hope is that you leave our time together feeling empowered and energized to build your dream life. Learn more at fearlessvampire.com. One of the most common questions that I get as a business coach is how do I get found on Instagram? Hands down, first call that I have with my uh, photography students, one of the first questions that comes up is how do I get found on Instagram? So I want to start with a quote from Pablo Picasso. I take a slab of stone and remove everything that I don't need. He then added, art is the elimination of the unnecessary. Now, Pablo Picasso answered that question when he was asked, how he sculpts a lion. Undoubtedly one of the greatest artists in history, Picasso was on to something not only in the art world, but also in marketing. Now it's no surprise that marketing has become increasingly more complicated while simultaneously become more simplified. Instagram and other social media platforms are no exception to this rule. In an era where everything is overcomplicated and I'm looking at you, Facebook ads manager, shortening the gap between your clients finding you and booking you is very likely one of your top priorities. So when I get asked this question, how do I get found on Instagram? Well, Truthfully, that's a big old ball of wax. Not only is Instagram a fussy toddler that is constantly changing the rules of the game, it's increasingly overwhelming for business owners to keep up with the trends and the newest song that's going to literally be burned in your brain for years to come. Therefore, on today's Fearless 15 episode, I want to simplify how to optimize your Instagram profile for SEO or search engine optimization so that you can get found on Instagram. Now, I could spend theoretically four hours talking about this subject alone, but today I'm going to offer you bite-sized, actionable steps for you to execute on today on your Instagram profile. Now, keep in mind above all else that clear is better than cute. Now, what do I mean by that? Some people choose to use fluffy words, cute words, words that don't really have a purpose or make sense. But I think as creatives, we need a way to try to stand out more on social media. Just forget all that. Keep in mind, we don't want to use cute words. You always want to be clear. Being concise will always trump over being confusing and trying to be cute. Now, I'm gonna have you open up your phone. If you're listening to this, go ahead and open up your phone. I am actually opening up my phone right now and I am going to my Instagram profile. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk you through exactly how to set up and not just set up, but what you need to change on your Instagram profile to really maximize the SEO and to really just have it make sense so that your dream clients are encouraged to book you. So go ahead and open up your phone. Now, the first tip, this is a tip, and then we're gonna actually go line by line on your profile, but I'm gonna give you a couple tips just while we're getting started. The first tip, this to me is a, is seems pretty obvious, but I have actually had a lot of new followers um, in, the, in the last couple of weeks that I've been promoting my, my business. And every time, or not every time, but I'd say 50% of the time that I go to a photographer who's followed me, I go to their Instagram page and it's private. I can't see anything and I can't follow them. Now that adds a major barrier. And I can guarantee you that if you have followed me in the last couple of months and you have a private profile, I have not requested to follow you. And if that's me, a fellow photographer, I can assure you new potential clients are not going to request to follow you. It feels very invasive. And again, it's just one extra added block. You you, you want to remove as many blocks. Again, clear is better than cute. That's one of the blocks. The second block is you need to have a public profile. So go in, make sure that your profile is public so that people can find you. I also want you to make sure that you have a business profile set up and not a personal profile. There is no reason in this day and age to not have a business profile. You can have your phone number, your website, contact information, call to action buttons, go in, set up a business profile. And the third tip that I want you to keep in mind, because we're not going to cover it too much today, but be consistent on when and how you show up. Consistency with Instagram is king over anything else. As long as you're consistent, you will see changes in your Instagram. Okay. So now that you are on your Instagram profile, I want you to click on edit profile. That's what I'm going to do right now. And we're going to go line by line. Now, the first thing I want to cover is your profile picture. Profile pictures are totally a personal preference. I always prefer as a user to see somebody's face over a logo, but this is completely up to you. The only thing that you need to be sure of though is that whatever you do, it looks professional. If it's a picture of you and your dog like out hiking with your iPhone as a selfie, uh, that's probably not the professionalism you're going for. You can still use an iPhone. Just don't make it a selfie. Have somebody else do it for you. But just make sure that it's professional. Same with your logo. Make sure it's a professionally done logo. Even though this is, you know, profile picture is what, half an inch? You can barely see it. It's just enough of a tease that's either going to be inviting to somebody or a deterrent. So go ahead, profile picture, have it be a picture of yourself professional or a professional logo. Now we're going to go into line number one. So you'll see line number one says name. Now, this is very deceiving because this should be the title of your Instagram, not your actual name. Now, I know it's very confusing and most people do put their name. However, when somebody is looking for a service, I'm going to use myself as an example because I'm a photographer and I just know this world. But whether you're a copywriter, a videographer, a painter, an architect, whatever your creative endeavor is, you need to get into the mind of your dream client. What are they going to search for? Nobody's going to search for Taylor Jones. That makes no sense. They're not going to be like, I need a Taylor Jones today. Some people might. My four and two-year-old definitely do. But your clients are not going to search for your name. So what are they going to search for? For me, for a very long time, my name on my Instagram profile was Colorado Wedding Photographer. Now, I have since in the last year changed my name because I am in a shift in my business. I'm still shooting weddings, but that business is up and running. I don't need the extra algorithm from Instagram. But I have changed it to photography business coach because I know that my dream clients, that's what they're looking for they are Again, they're not going to be looking for Taylor Jones. They're going to be looking for a photography business coach. And whenever they search that into the search bar on Instagram, I hopefully at some point am going to be one of the first to come up. So make your name very clear. This is where clear trumps cute think SEO, search engine optimization. What is your dream client going to search for? Again, do not put your name here. Put what you do very, very clearly. Line two is your username. Now this is where I would have your name. So my username is at Taylor Jones Photography. That might change someday, but for right now, it's Taylor Jones Photography. People go to my website, they see I'm Taylor Jones and I run a photography business. If you are operating under a brand name, say you're like, you know, Wild Oak Photography, I would keep that as your username and then put your actual name in your bio. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. So line number three is your pronouns. Now, this, again, is totally personal preference. Depending on who you serve, it might be outrageously beneficial to add your pronouns. I have mine up there just because it's, it's what makes me comfortable. It makes my clients comfortable. But this is a total personal preference. You don't have to have your pronouns if you don't want to. But again, if it resonates with you, go ahead and add them. Now, line number four is your website. I personally love using the resource link tree. I know there's a lot of options out there and I personally have not researched a lot of them, but you want to keep this a very simple space again with the clear and simple in a space for your clients to go to where they're actually told what to do next. So I teach this in my coaching class whenever we start talking about running ads and you know doing more Facebook marketing you really you never want to send somebody to your homepage of your website or worse a Facebook page or a Google page you never want to just send somebody to the homepage of your website you want to tell them exactly where to go so if you click on mine I have a, a link tree set up whenever you click on it it says specifically how to host, and then it shows my, my webinars that, that, that I'm hosting for photographers. It says, if you're a couple, if you're a planning a Colorado wedding, click here. If you're looking for the Fearless Vampire podcast, click here. There's multiple links and it takes them to very specific pages on my website, not just a general landing page. So make sure that you are setting this up to send people to a very specific page, whether it's a blog post, or a registration page, or a place where you have a spot for them to subscribe to your mailing list. Just make it very clear. Don't just send them to a general homepage because people are gonna click out very quickly. So line number five, this is your bio, and I'm gonna break this down for you of what you should have in your bio. Now, as I mentioned, If you are operating under a brand business name, something other than your own personal name, I would absolutely 100% put your first name in here. If you're operating again under Wild Oak Photography, but your name is Kelsey, say, hi, I'm Kelsey. People want to know who they're talking to. They're obviously not talking to Wild Oak, unless that's your name. That's an awesome name, but there's a really good chance that that is not your actual name. So put your name in here so that people can feel connected to you immediately. They know who they're talking to. Now, here's a great formula that I love using for my bio. And it's kind of like ad libs, if you've ever played ad libs. So I blank, and in that blank, you're going to add an adjective. I help, I capture, I document, I write, I photograph, I create. Whatever word resonates with you about what you do, what your service is, I blank for blank your dream clients. So for mine, it says, I help photographers build a lucrative brand. Short, sweet, to the point, there's no question of what I actually do. Whenever I was focusing on weddings, I said, I, oh gosh, I forget what it actually said, but something to the effect of, I capture outdoor Colorado, Rocky mountain weddings for adventurous couples who are all about relationships or who are relationship-centered, whatever. They knew exactly who I was talking to and I was talking to them. So here's a great formula again. I blank, insert adjective, for blank insert your dream client. Very clear, very to the point. No question about what you do and who you serve. And it's gonna give your client the sense of connection with you. They're, they're gonna be really eager to reach out because they're gonna feel like they know you. So I also have on here that I am the host of a podcast. I am telling people what I want them to do. I'm a Colorado wedding photographer. I have a podcast and I have a free training for photographers. Now, this is a good space where you can just add I mean, I would keep it relatively similar if you're a copywriter, but you also love hiking in the mountains. eh, You don't really need to put that. People don't need to know that's not going to make them want to book with you. They're going to see that in your photos, hopefully. So you can you can add the different locations that you serve. But one, it's not totally necessary because you can put that in your in your location, in your profile. But one of the most ineffective things that I see is when people put serving worldwide, like nobody in New York is gonna see that and go, oh my gosh, she serves worldwide, let's fly her to Bangladesh. No, they're they're looking for something specific. So worldwide to me means nothing. But if you put something like, serving Colorado and Utah national parks. Well, that's pretty specific. And it's specific enough that your dream client is going to build that trust with you. They're going to go, Oh my gosh, this person serves exactly where we're going. Or, you know, if, if you're a copywriter, you can say I'm a copywriter serving creative entrepreneurs who are ready to scale to six figures, whatever you can put Exactly. Well, I I guess that would probably fall more under the, uh, the bio, but you can put location where you actually serve, who you actually serve. Just be very, very clear about it. Now the very last thing I want you to do is to add a call to action. This is the best thing that you can do for your social media profile other than changing the name of your account. So words like inquire, download, register, learn more, connect, let's chat. Those are all great call to actions and you're telling your dream client exactly what you want them to do And you're going to be leading them to do that from the link in line four that you have already put in, again, whether it's a link tree or a specific landing page that actually shows up underneath your bio. So i hope this is helpful i wanted to keep it at 15 minutes again the tips make sure you have a public profile so people can find you make sure you have a business profile and be consistent and clear above all else now if you want to learn more about how we can work together i teach this and so much more in my launch to livelihood group coaching course for photographers who are ready to scale their business to a full-time career and truthfully begin living the life that they crave So if you're interested, visit taylorjones.co. There's a ton of information on there and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please share this episode if it was helpful. Send it to a friend, a coworker, your business bestie, whoever, shoot this out for your friends and family if you think it would be helpful. Take care.